0: If you can see a Bible somewhere in front of you, why don't you grab it for a moment and I'm going to read just a few verses from uh, Matthew, the first of four stories in the New Testament about the life and death of Jesus, page 965, if you've got one of the Bibles that you're grabbing from in front of you. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. He will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. It's that last uh, verse that I want us just to think about for a couple of moments this morning and then we'll pray together, then we'll be on our way uh, with a final carol into the rest of the day one of the uh, things about expecting a baby is the dreaded question of the name. Turn to the person next to you. Uh, what's your favorite name and why? Go. Hands up, those of you, if you had a choice about what your name would be, you would change it. Hands up, those of you who are delighted with the name that was chosen for you. Hands up, if you've got no idea and couldn't care less, people <laughs> Or call you what they want anyway. Uh, uh, Joseph, all the pressure was taken off this young man because God said to him, this is what you're going to call him. You're going to give him the name Jesus. It's just as well because people choose all kinds of strange names for their children. Who's doing a Jamie Oliver thing with the turkey this season? Jamie Oliver thing? No, he's way past it. He called his... Uh, Uh, A child Daisy Boo. Why? Peter Oscar Osborne was delighted with his name until he first initialed a mistake on a check. You can only be careful once. So, why the name Jesus? We're thinking in our series about things that happen that are unexpected. And we'll get to the unexpected bit, but in many senses calling this baby Jesus was to be totally expected. It was the most common or one of the most common names you would call your child. Jack being one of the most common names in uh, England for a boy, Amelia for a girl last year, Uh, and Lily second, and this year it's the other way around. Uh, Amelia, Lily, top names for a girl. In their culture, almost uh, every year, Jesus would have been high on the list of the top names. In your class at school, there would have been at least one Jesus in every year. It was very familiar and in that sense very ordinary. And it seems strange that God should give his son a very ordinary, nondescript kind of name. If I was going to choose a name for Jesus, you would have looked for something that would stand out, that would uh, draw people's attention. There were loads of names in the Old Testament that God could have chosen, but he chose this very common, familiar name. None of the titles for God that we know from the Old Testament, the Lord Most High, Almighty God, Wonderful Counselor, all the names there could have been. It's as if God was saying, just call me Jesus. Something special happens in a relationship when someone does that for you. Just call me Jesus. You call your doctor, Dr. So-and-so, because there's a bit of distance between you. You call your minister, the reverend, and you stand up when he enters the room to express something of the, the distance that there is uh, between you. Uh, and then there comes that marvelous moment when they say, just call me whatever it might be. Imagine going to the queen and eventually she says, just call me Liz. And the most amazing thing about that would not be that you can now call the Queen Liz. The most amazing thing about that would be that she would be saying to you that the distance between you was gone. The distance between you was gone. I wonder whether when God said of His Son, just call Him Jesus, whether He was saying something about the distance between us and him, that great chasm that we see all around us, a world separated from God, a world lost and lonely and afraid. Imagine if that's what God was saying when he says, just call me Jesus, because the great distance between us is over. And so in some senses it was ever so expected because it was a common name, but in another sense it was totally unexpected, totally out of the ordinary something quite extraordinary itself. Call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Call him Jesus because he will do exactly what his name implies. How many of you live up to your name? Names are easy to make fun of, aren't they? And so we will. What do you call a baby with one leg? Or a lady, even? Eileen. What do you call a man in a cooking pot? Stew. <laughs> what do you call a man under a car? Jack, see, you're getting there now. What do you call a woman with a boat on her head? Maud. <laughs> Get it? See how I did that? Maud. M- 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 what do you call a man with a spade in his head? What do you call a man without a spade in his head? Douglas. Say, oh, so fast. You were, you were in there even before I got to the end. Do you live up to your name? A food tech teacher called Mrs. Tummy. A resource management man called Bill Banks, a loss adjuster that I spoke to when our car was written off, called Mr. Crush. How cool is that? <laughs> totally brilliant. Call him Jesus because he'll save his people from their Sins would save is a bit odd in our culture. Rescue is a much better word. It's a bit like being in a situation where you can no longer help or rescue yourself. You're desperately in need of someone to rescue you. The Bible says our world is like that. All that's wrong, all that's broken, all that's distorted, all that's messed up, all the sin in our world, all of those things, means that we're in desperate need of being rescued, like a vessel that is already hit whatever they hit. The Titanic already hit the iceberg. It might look okay for a few minutes longer, but eventually it's on its way down. It's going down. The Bible says our lives are ultimately like that. We're in a mess. It's all upside down. It's all inside out. And in the end, we're going down. We need someone to rescue us. Jesus would live up to his name. Because he would be the one that comes to rescue. And you know when you, that the, the seeking helicopter comes? <makes noise> Ever seen one of those? You know, very exciting. And they lower down the rope and you get the harness around you. You might not be out of all the trouble yet, but for the first time in that moment since you were first in distress, you knew that you'd make it home that day. The Bible says that when Jesus came, he threw a lifeline to us. But if only we would grab hold of him with our lives, if only we'd put our trust in him, we might not be out of the mess yet. There's pain and sadness and difficulty all around us. We might not be out of the mess yet, but when Jesus wraps himself around us, there's that feeling that we know that one day, one day we're going to make it home. And that's why, just call him Jesus because that great divide can be over. Just call him Jesus, because one day we'll be home, because he, the great rescuer, lived up to his name. Let's pray.